everybody. Welcome to episode 61 of Fish and Connoisseur Movie. My name's David Pether, but you can call me Fish. With me, as always, is my favorite sack of shit. Connor McDuff! Woo! Connor, we're back onto Star Wars. Star Wars Attack of the Clones. What a name. What a film. Episode 2. Did they... I was, I'm actually interested. Did they continue... They, Like, are the, are the original trilogy are they called episodes now is that actually in their titles apparently apparently all the episode numbers are being removed from what i've heard because episode oh, really? seven is just called the force awakens it's yeah. not called episode seven which i think is fucking stupid but it's a marketing thing it's just marketing why do, why do you why do you think it's stupid ah because it's it's episode seven that's the fucking it's the name of it that's yeah. what the name's been call it episode seven but i mean like it's not as if like, I knew, I knew Hope was called Star Wars yeah, when it, it came it out. Yeah, it didn't even have a new hope, hope until... But I mean, like, that was the formula once the others come out. And I just... what I feel what they're doing, and a lot of games do it now as well. Like, you get rid of that numerical value because it doesn't sell well. Like, people aren't going to be as enticed to see the seventh film as they are to see the new Star Wars film. Almost just so newcomers mm. and younger people will want to see it without having to watch the other ones. Which I think makes sense. It pisses me off, but I think it makes sense. I know, I know what you mean, and I th- like it's like you know once you get to seven of something, it's generally a pretty shitty thing. But I yeah. think you're pretty safe with Star Wars, and I would probably keep the numerical uh, things yeah. in there because you know for for noobs, so like <laughs> a step under me <laughs> in the Star Wars fanboy to to know exactly which is, which comes after the other. It's like the fucking Harry Potter movies. You know, when when video stores were still a thing, you would have to go in and they would actually have have the list of, you know, you you start at, you know, uh, fuck, I can't even remember the first... The first Harry Philosopher's Potter movie, Philosopher's Stone. Philosopher's Stone, that's right. And then work and work your way down from there. And um, you know, even though it is, you would think it would be common knowledge with Star Wars. There are people out there that haven't seen them. Um, but I mean, like it's it's the same. It's with the anthology films as well. So like, the, there's a film coming out every year until Episode Eight comes out. I think the anthology films are going to feel people are going to kind of buy into them a bit more because there's going to be no numerical value, so they all feel equal rather than yeah Rogue, yeah. It's, it's, it's like a fresh a fresh story that you haven't had to see the other yeah. six movies to understand what's going on. Rather than Rogue One, think people going ah, oh, it's it's not a real Star Wars film, but. It isn't a fucking real Star Wars film because it's a fucking anthology film, so it should have the fucking numerical value. I'm a sassy little nerd and I'm fucking pissed. Keep the fucking <laughs> numerical... Like, genuinely, like, keep the numerical value. I think, I think it adds a lot to it and while I understand why they're doing it, it frustrates me because the other thing is, like, once episode uh, nine's out, sorry, up until episode nine, there's going to be one in year, so there's going to be six films. Not having this numerical value adds that aspect of, oh, fuck, we can just keep making more films. I don't want... Star Wars films for the next 30 fucking years and it's probably going to happen I don't want it to fucking happen it's not Marvel I'm fucking dying on the inside watching Avengers 2 I don't want to be dying on the inside watching Star Wars episode 13 Like (laughs) I don't want that to happen be done with the story, be done with it go back to what Star Wars was with this fucking EU had a fucking brilliant extended universe it was awesome, there's a there's sort of like a romance in, like, less is more, pretty much. Star Wars had an amazing extended universe. Like, it was just fucking huge. And they, they've, they've gotten rid of it all for, for the new, so that these films can be made without anything not making sense. And that's yeah. cool. But I don't want to see 20 Star Wars films. I don't want that. I, honest to God, don't want it. It would just ruin it for me. It would ruin it for a lot of people. Same would with Marvel. Feel, would, 
Would you feel saturated. better? Would you feel better if they continued to just make anthology films like that add to the world as they I, did I with feel, the extended universe, feel, rather than not like the the actual story? Oh, the, the story needs to end by nine. There cannot be any more. They it can't. It, they just fucking can't. Like that would piss me off a lot if like they make a so like everything's happened and fucking whatever. Kylo Ren's dead. Episode nine's done, and then they fucking make episode ten five years later. Like that would really piss me off. You just you're just forcing more, like, more bullshit from a story that's finished. I mean, I said the same thing when I ha- found out Episode 7 was being made. But at the same time, 1, 2, and 3, you know, they, they're not original trilogy films. And because of that, you know, you, you, I was kind of like, okay, cool, I'm expecting more now. Like, this we is need good. something, yeah. We yeah, need like something to, to refresh it, yeah. More of a time. But I don't want to fucking, I don't want to deal with that again. Like, I won't. I know I won't. I'm probably going to, I'd see all of them. But yeah, I'd rather anthology films for sure. I just... I think if they were going to do anthology films, it can't. They can't pull a Marvel like the thought of doing it every year is just too much. Um, mm. After the next six, and I, what's going to happen is the same thing that's happening to Marvel. Whether anyone wants to admit it or not, is that the market's dying. Like those superhero films are dying. They very much are, and it's no secret anymore. If you have half a brain, they are going out. And I'm sorry, it's happening once. Um, Infinity War Part 2 is done that'll be it they'll try real hard it will never be as big as what it is yeah they'll still be making them but they won't get the same thing and I think the same thing will happen with Star Wars like obviously this one you know Force Awakens is going to be fucking huge it's mainly because it's been a 10 year hiatus then secondary because Every like the big Star Wars fans weren't as like satisfied with the uh, the prequel trilogy as they probably expected that they would be. Like Phantom Menace, like we spoke about on our last Star Wars um, episode, was a huge like a huge event. But as two and three came out, I think three was pretty big just because it was kind of wrapping it up. But I don't remember two being that big at all. Like two weeks ago, I was talking about how massive a fucking deal Phantom Menace was in my life, um, even though I wasn't a Star Wars fan. It was like trickling in and I wasn't actively pursuing it. So it it was just everywhere. You couldn't you couldn't go anywhere without seeing Darth Maul or Qui-Gon Jinn somewhere. And then number two came out and I don't remember much of it at all. I, I was on a on a rugby trip and I went and seen it with some boys and all I all I remembered, as you might remember for me saying, was was Yoda fighting Count Dooku. I didn't remember anything else from this movie. I hadn't seen it yeah. since then. But I don't know. Was episode two a big deal from like your... Like, I know you were really uh, young when it I came mean, out, like, but like fan- just from your Star Wars fandom? I've been reading a lot of... Oh, well, I was young for one, so I didn't... It was exciting just because it was Star Wars. But, you know, reading back on it and stuff, Phantom Menace was huge. Like, that was massive yeah. when that came out. But, you know, once that's done, the Phantom Menace was disappointing for a lot of people. So, yeah. obviously, the Clone Wars had nothing real real to bounce off it the other thing is once once that first film's out it kind of that's kind of it like, you can't get that you can't get that hype again you yeah. don't get that traction till the last one till it ends people want to know how it starts people want to know the ending those are the most mm. satisfying parts you know mm. the mm. middle's always a complication so like attack of the clones comes out phantom menace has been disappointing okay well we know what to expect now we know the characters we've seen the phantom menace we know what the film's going to be like and, you know, it was disappointing. No, I don't... It was nowhere near as big. Revenge of the Sith wasn't very big either. It wasn't massive. Like, it wasn't the, the, the gigantic 
fucking monolith that um, Phantom Menace was no, at all. No, it definitely wasn't on that scale. I do, re- I do remember there being a big deal made about it, though. Like, And it might have been because I was a bit older and I was starting to get more into Star Wars. I, I think I went back and watched the, uh, um, you know, the original trilogy before going. I went to a midnight screening of Re- Revenge of the Sith. Like, I made a big deal out of it, so it might have been that it was a big deal to me. I do remember, you know, people running around with fucking um, bumper stickers that the newspapers were giving out, you know, saying Sith happens and shit like that. So I was like, it was, it was exciting, but I don't remember any of that when episode two came out, but that might've just been because I was in high school. I was more into football then than I was into movies. I, I don't know. It's, it's interesting to think about, but I, I, I do, I would like to think that there was a dip because of how disappointing Phantom Menace was. And, you you know, obviously you're still going to get your numbers. It's still a Star Wars film. But, like, the just the plebs like myself who aren't into Star Wars, because I remember Mission Impossible 2 was on at the same time. <laughs> and even though that's a, a fucking pretty uh, interesting film in its own right, I remember wanting to see that more than more Star, than Star Wars, Wars 2. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, there, there was probably a more split crowd at the time so yeah. it's it's interesting um and we'll see like you know i don't I, I can't see force awakens being a fucking uh phantom menace again like it it has to be good like it can't not be good it's jj it looks great fucking whatever but if it was for you know just for argument's sake it'd be interesting to see what was it rogue one yeah how that goes if it won't be a flop but you know what i mean it won't. None of it will be a flop. Not at all. Even if the movie... I don't know. Look, it's going to come out real soon. I'm fucking hyped, man. I had a dream about it the other day. I don't know if I told you guys, but I had a dream about it where I, like, dreamt that I had, mid, like, dead center seats for the midnight screening and I sat in, the film started, then I fucking woke up. It was bullshit. Like, I dead set, I would time travel to that to that date. <laughs> Get in if that I, DeLorean. If it meant could I, I could watch the film. Also, um... In regards to Star Wars, uh, recently a guy sent out a thing, a massive Star Wars fan, tried, like just huge Star Wars fan, is actually dying of uh, cancer, I think, and he had a f- only a few weeks to live, so he was actually going to miss the, the release date. And so a bunch of people cried out for help trying to get, it, get him to see the film, and they said yes, and so he got to see the film. He got to watch the movie early, so he's actually seen it. Oh, the, that's awesome. He's seen the unedited version. That's awesome. What a great what a great story. I know how gorgeous is that. That's so good. Well, speaking of great stories, Connor McDuff, we should get on to the review of episode two. Yes. Um, do you want to give us the story of episode two? Sure. So it starts off there's an assassination attempt on Queen Emma Douchebag and it doesn't work. They kill her their body double. So they're like, oh, at the Senate's like, oh, what's going on there? What's happening? Pretty much the the basic story is Anakin's a lot older now, he's an adult. Um, Obi-Wan is his master. Is it 10, 10 years later? 10 years, yeah, yeah, 9 or 10. And Obi-Wan's his master, and they're off just chilling out, making sure the galaxy's safe, um, and they're sent to protect Padme Amidala after the fucking assassination attempt. Then another assassination attempt happens, uh, and they hunt down, they find out that it's it was done by Jango Fett, so they're like, who the fuck's Jango Fett? They're like, it's a Camino dart, the thing that kills. Anyway, and they go to, they go to this fucking, Obi-Wan goes, so much, fu- so much fucking shit. Obi-Wan goes to this fucking planet. He's like, oi, uh, some guy tried to kill a friend of mine, Jango Fett. 
and they're like, oh, you're a Jedi. Hey, look at all these things we made for you. And these, Kame- they're called Kamino, Kamino, Kaminians? Kaminos. Kamin- yeah. yeah, the planet's Kamino. Anyway, they, he goes in and there's all these clones, this army of clones. And so Obi-Wan's like, the fuck? And it's like, oh, it's under Diaz, the Jedi Diaz. And Obi-Wan's like, ah, that Jedi's been dead for a long fucking time. That doesn't make any sense. And the Kamino guy's like, oh, well, uh, well you got him now. Um, and then, <laughs> and then fucking he finds Jango Fett and he's like, oh fuck, Jango Fett, you tried to kill my mate. And then they have a little showdown and that, and then they fuck off and everyone fucks off. And he's like, uh, tries to hunt down Jango Fett, leads into Geonosis, finds out on Geonosis. That's where the Trade Federation are. Trade Federation are back, baby. They're here to fuck some shit up. Um, they're from the first one. They're the droids. Uh, and he gets captured by them and Count Dooku, who was behind all the assassinations and stuff. He's a Sith Lord. In the meantime, Anakin's sent to protect Padme. And Anakin's protecting Padme and gets a little intense and they go to Naboo and they're chilling on Naboo and there's a bit of romance and things start getting a little heated and apparently, according to fucking prequel trilogy, Jedi's aren't allowed to love. So Anakin's actually not allowed to fall in love with Padme. Um, and he says my favourite line of all time, I hate sand, it's <laughs> coarse and it gets everywhere. You fucking twat. Anyway... Padme and he's got to protect Padme and then they find out they go to Tatooine and they go back to, to, to see Anakin's mother who has been captured by Tusken Raiders and so he goes in, he finds his mother with all the Tusken Raiders, his mother dies, he fucking massacres all the Tusken Raiders um, and then he goes back, see 3PO's there, they have R2-D2 and then they find out that Obi-Wan's being captured on Geonosis so they fly over to Geonosis, they get captured as well because they're all fucking useless and then they, they're all captured and then they're like, right, you're getting sentenced to death. They're getting put in a coliseum. And these alien animals come out to try and kill them. They, ki- they kill the alien animals. Um, no, they're about to kill the alien animals. And then, sorry, it's a fucking long movie, man. They're about to kill the alien animals. Then this whole fucking time, there's more bullshit with the Senate. And so what's happened is they're fucking, everyone's freaking out. Holy fuck, what's going on? There's so much shit going on. And then fucking... Palpatine's like, oh man, you should give immediate power to the Chancellor, which is him. And they're like, ah, oh. and Jar Jar Binks fucking gives, because Jar Jar Binks is a fucking, he's in the, he's in the Senate now, by the way, just so yeah. you know. <laughs> is um, it, he's, he's standing in for um, Padme, isn't he? I think so, which yeah. makes no fucking sense. Anyway, Frog Rabbit is there and he's like, ah, oh, Palpatine said give immediate power. Here's immediate power, Palpatine. Palpatine. Misa thinks that you should have immediate power. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't say that, but yeah, fucking. Pretty much. And then he fucking, Palpatine's like, right, I've got an army now, dickhead. And then he fucking, so all this shit's going down. All the Jedi are like, fuck, we need to save our boys. They go to Geonosis. They, they're fucking in the Coliseum. It's this big f- showdown. So many fucking lightsabers against the fucking droids. Everything's going down. Jedis are losing because the droids, for some reason, are more powerful than, like, fucking monks who have training for years whatever i'm not upset and then Out- outnumbered outnumbered and then fucking as everything's looking bad oh Django fett's dead um <laughs> sorry <laughs> mace windu mace windu just fucking like it's the most hopeless battle ever like Django fett just falls into the pit and starts shooting at mace windu and mace windu just chops his head off anyway, chops his head off um, clean yeah. as everything's going bad these fucking clones just swarm in and they're like bang 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 and all the jedi escape in a transport and they get up and they're in the gunship and then there's this full war on geonosis between the clone wars and the fucking and the fucking uh and and with the jedi against the fucking droids and the geonosians and then obi-wan's like oh oh look 
Oh look, I'm Ewan McGregor. Count Dooku's over in that cave. So they fucking fly over to the cave, and then Anakin and Obi-Wan are in the cave. Padme fucking falls out of the gunship like a dickhead. Um, anyway. <laughs> like, that's fucking useless when she falls yeah. out. She's like, ah! She fuck, uh, whatever. Uh, and, and a clone falls out as well, and the clone's dead. Um, anyway, they fucking fly in. They're like, hey, Count Dooku, what's up? We're going to kill you now. And Count Dooku whoops them, cuts off Anakin's arm, <gasps> foreshadowing. Anyway, cuts off Anakin's arm. Yoda walks in. Oh, my God, great showdown between the two big force players. This is going to be sick. No, Yoda pulls out a lightsaber. They have a ninja fight. Count Dooku beats Yoda. How? Anyway, Kanduku beats Yoda, runs away, and his fucking speeder flies off. They get there, they save everyone. And Padme gets there, she gets up apparently, and then saves everyone. And Anakin, and then they fly back, and it's like, oh, okay, well, I guess there's a war now. I guess Kanduku's gone. Oh, we don't know what's going on. And then fucking uh, Padme and Anakin get married, and Obi Wan's just there. It's just just there. Um, does Kanduku beat Yoda? He he drops something on the. He goes to kill the other guys, doesn't he? And, and Yoda has to put his yeah. attention to and save them rather than actually beat him. Yeah. I mean, like that's still a win in my book. Like you're alive, yeah, I guess, and you cut off a dude's arm. Like you win. He um, did well. He did. He did very well. Yes, indeed. Yeah. He's shooting light, fucking lightning and shit. Oh man, I I think the biggest thing that stood out to me to start with, and it's one thing that I actually praised the Is Phantom the Menace sand? for. Uh, uh, no. Is it coarse sand. and rough and get everywhere? Is it the sand? <laughs> Fuck it out. Is this going to be a thing? Are yep. you going to keep bringing this up? Okay, cool. It's very close. Uh, it's more the fucking CGI in this. The animation is just fucking woeful. Yeah. It is just out of hand bad. Like, I can't believe... When, when that, that uh, assassination attempt, the second one, when they do, like, the big speeder chase... Yeah. Dude, that's like some fucking PlayStation 1 cutscene graphics right there. That's fucking outrageous. Man. <sighs> oh, and, and, and just after coming off, coming off um, one of the biggest praises I could give to Phantom Menace is that it still stands up in most regards in the way that yeah. it looks. Like, they, they pulled out all the stops to make that movie look fucking great, and it did. But some of this, it's just like, it's so obvious that they're standing on a fucking soundstage with a green screen behind them. Like, even some of the, you know, the keying around, you know, they've obviously cut them out and put them onto these backgrounds and it just looks stupid. <laughs> yep. The green screen in this was horrible. It's really noticeable as well. And I think that was a big, that was a big thing that I really didn't enjoy as, uh, either. And I, I think it's because the film relies so heavily on it. Like that whole sequence in the, in the factory where they're avoiding all that shit with all yeah. the droids. And like C-3PO gets turned into a fucking battle droid, which I thought was just so dumb. Oh, I didn't mind that actually. I thought that was kind of fun. But, but, I just, I, but I mean, the, the whole the whole lead up to it was like it's very video game. Everything felt yeah. very video game. Well, I mean, like this one and episode three both feel like their scenarios in a video game. Oh, Padme's getting assassinated. Quick, chase the assassin. Like that whole thing felt mm, like a video yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, that's a mission. Which you know, look, I'm okay with. I don't, I don't mind it if I can believe it. But I found it really hard to get into this world. I was so sucked into the Phantom Menace, um, but with this one, I just, I, it was taking me out of it every time. Every new scene, I'd be like, oh, it looks almost pretty, but I can tell that they're not there. Yep. And I think, God, like, it, it just sucked. It just sucks that they did that. And, like, the scene on Camino was another one where they very obviously weren't there when they were outside yeah. in the rain. I, like, did, I, I, did, I didn't mind when they were out in the rain, actually. It was when he was in inside that it looked like, 
you know, they've always had these really cool corridors, like, you know, even dating back to the original trilogy, walking through the Death Star and all that sort of stuff. It looks awesome. Like, just build that. Build that place. Why do we need it to be a fucking, uh, you know, a visual effect? Let's... <laughs> we know. I know you have the budget. It's fucking Star Wars. Like, Pretty come much. on. And I think the other thing on top of the visual effects is how much they try and cram in. That scene on Geonosis, that Colosseum scene, that's too much. That too much. SA, you've got so many fucking Jedi and it's just so much in one frame. I thought it was ridiculous. As a kid, I loved uh, it. But yeah. like now I'm like, uh, that's too much. Like I don't, I really don't. It like, was, it was I, I will say that it was hard to sort of know where to focus on the wide shots, but I was okay with that. It was just showing that this carnage was going down and it's for the first time, I'm assuming... It's, is this the first time we've seen that many Jedi's fucking shit up? Yeah, on screen. Yeah, yeah. yeah so like that in itself, I think they needed to show that, like for for you know people like yourself. If that was the first time you were seeing that, you would be like, yeah. ah, fat, 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 fat. But the stakes just aren't really raised that high. Like you don't fucking feel threatened by droids, and I think that's the problem. When all these Jedi pop up, you're kind of like, what? Like they're there to rescue Anakin and shit and Obi Wan, and it's just like, what? How are all these Jedi getting massacred by a bunch of robots we've seen getting carved up like butter by fucking two Jedi? Like, that makes no sense. And they're like, oh, it's because we got our super battle droids. It's like, fuck off. They're still fucking Is it robots. really? Do they say that? Is yeah. it, are they super battle droids? That's what they're called. Super Bullshit. battle droids. Bullshit. Really? No. Yep. Fuck. <laughs> Look, I, no, I got that the, set, the sense in it was that they were over overwhelmed by them. There was so many of them. And, you know, even Count... I th- is it Count Dooku? He laughs at them when what's um Samuel Jackson's Mace Windu? Windu, yeah. Windu, he's he's like, you know, he says to to Windu, he's like, fucking, you know, you're overwhelmingly outnumbered or whatever, and Windu's like, oh, please, whatever. And then like they keep reiterating that there's so many of these droids, and yeah. you're seeing them just coming off a conveyor belt and going straight into battle. So look, I get that, but one thing I don't. I, I, I refuse to believe is that these Jedi's that have had, you know, years and years and years of training and we've been we've been like it's ingrained in our brain that they are the very best at the very top of their game and you know, they can get just shot by a bounty hunter. Yeah, pretty much. Or even a droid. The thought of them getting shot by a droid just bothers me because they're yeah. so fucking stupid in the first one. Like, it makes no sense. Why they, yeah. Why any of them, like, Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan take on a shitload of them and they win every time. Yeah, and these that's guys, true. Yeah. These guys aren't... Like, this is no Battle of Naboo. Like, there's no epic battle. They're just at a Colosseum. Like, it would be way fucking cooler if they're, like, they're a bunch of Sith or some shit or just something with some fucking meat to it, you know, something literally. With skill. <laughs> something yeah, with actual skill much. and brains. Well, that's what I mean. Like, and But even the thing that bothered me the most was there was one Jedi that got up on the platform next to Count Dooku and then Boba Fett just just shoots. He literally just Django pulls Fett. from the hip. Yeah. And sh- oh, sorry, Jango Fett, yeah. Jango Fett pulls from the hip and shoots him. Doesn't do anything fancy and this yeah. fucking Jedi just cops it and dies. I was like, no, I've seen... I've seen, you know, a Padawan, a fucking, like, Obi-Wan, when he was with Qui-Gon Jinn in episode one, he was just as good and was able to deflect, you know, hundreds of bullets at once. And and this guy jumps up on a platform and just gets shot. Like, no. Like, that's just, that's destroyed everything that you've set up about Jedi's. 
It does. It does give me the coolest part of the whole, like of like my childhood, which was Django Fett fucking flicking his gun around like he's John Wayne. That was badass. I love that bit. <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. He's just like, Phew. I'm like, oh man, fuck you're cool. <laughs> but yeah, it's really silly and, and and filled, and that was kind of bothersome. But I mean, like once again, feels like a video game. Like, up oh, here's all the good guys. Here's your epic fight. You're the. It's the uh, send in the hordes. Yeah. Of, it's the beat 'em up game where we could just beat up a shit load of droids. And yeah. And it was I know a fucking. It was a great game because I played Lego Star Wars where you play that part and it's yeah. fucking awesome. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I it it bothered me. That part bothered me. And then, like, you've got even more because like the the coolest part in that movie for me is still. Obi-Wan and Anakin and Padme fighting the three beasts. Like, that's sick. Yeah. I love that. That was that's, cool as yeah. fuck. And that that felt like Star Wars. That yeah. felt like a Star Wars thing. They were able to outsmart these just bloodthirsty things. I feel like I've seen that before, and that's something from the original trilogy that, like, you know, them getting out of that trash compactor thing. Yeah. It's, it's shit like that. It's, well, it's like, it's about, it's about three people doing fucking things that they like out like yeah out like being outnumbered and, and in it feeling legitimate like they're not they don't have lightsabers they're not fucking jumping around like they're not well they are jumping around but they're not like these <laughs> I was gonna say there's lots of jumping around they're not these ultimate ninjas like they're just like oh fuck like we're in a pickle like when you give when you give all these Jedi lightsabers you're like hey they're gonna kill these droids now like you're like okay like I know what's gonna happen because Jedi are better than droids and mm. so they still win. Even the clones come in. They still win. It's not satisfying. Like, there's nothing satisfying about it. But when you see Obi-Wan, Anakin, and Padme, like, Padme's getting clawed at by the fucking cat thing. Yeah. And then you've got fucking um, Anakin trying to... He's using the force on the, the rhino. Yeah. That was badass. And yeah, then cool. badass. And then Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan's the best, though. I fucking love when he... The Geonosians are, like, prodding the thing and he grabs the fucking spear and like flicks one off and like kills yeah. the other guy. It's fucking so cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like those were awesome moments. And then up, oh, here's your lightsaber. By the way, you're fucking brilliant again. Like you can't be beaten. Yeah. It Did- almost would have been more satisfying to just have like an, uh, an army of beasts fighting the, the fucking yeah. Jedi. I, I mean, anyway. honestly, it would have been like, if there's no stakes, if there's no stakes within what you're doing, or like we can't feel as if there's no stakes, then it's not entertaining. And that's, and that's kind of the problem with that whole scene is, there's so much going on, and I just want to focus on these three. I want to focus on Obi Wan. This whole the the whole trilogy should basically be Obi Wan's story, and they they kind of are. Kind of. Because one, because Ewan McGregor is the best actor out of all of them, and two, he's the most entertaining to watch because he's fucking cool. And he gets shit done too. Yeah. He's the one who gets shit done. He's the one who goes out and chases down, you know, and finds he's Jango the one Fett. We want to watch like, pretty much. We don't want to watch what? Anakin fucking suck off Padme for an hour. Yeah, we'll talk about that. What about? But what? What are the rest of the fucking Jedi's doing? What is everybody doing? Why is yeah. it only Obi Wan and fucking um, Anakin doing anything? That's yeah, that's much. my question. Now, basically, like they, I can explain they, it. They talk like they're busy, but I don't know why. I can explain it. Okay. Basically, the Obi Wan is regarded, especially by the end of the third film. Um, this is pro- this is more further knowledge as one of the greatest Jedi ever. He's, he's top of the line. So Yoda, Mace Windu, and then pretty much Obi-Wan is just the straight pimp. And Anakin is the chosen one as well. So he's up there as well. And by the third, end of the third, he's regarded as the best, the best swordsman out of every Jedi. So this is all fucking 
This is extended knowledge that I have, but that's why. Because they're actually, like, within theory, they're meant to be phenomenal. They're top of the line, which is why they're so good. But it doesn't make any fucking sense. Because they're just human actors, so they're not doing anything that's really crazy. They just swing a sword around. So when you see someone, like a fucking alien, jump up and somehow get shot four times, like, you're like, how come you can't swing your sword around? Like, I'm pretty sure I'd have more luck as a Jedi swinging my sword around if I want to kill Count Dooku than you would as a Jedi. Like, it made no sense. And it bothers me. And it's annoying. And you're right. Well, well it's interesting that you've come in with that, that further knowledge because I can't remember episode three. And the, the knowledge I have is coming straight off episode one where yeah. Yoda was unhappy with. that Obi-Wan was going to continue training yeah. Anakin. So in my mind, the Jedi Council doesn't like these guys and They're has been sort of sending them out you know, doing shit, just basically getting them out of their hair from like, they don't actually say it, but that's what I, I assume is happening because of that prior knowledge yeah. and for them to come back and then, you know, they, they put Anakin on this special fucking assignment where he has to look after, you know, Padme, Padme yeah. who's, you know, one of the most important people in the world. She's one of the only ones who's going to stop this democracy coming down. So they need to protect her. So they only send one Jedi and it's the Padawan of the guy who yeah. basically went against their wishes. Yeah. I'm like, when did this change? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it, fucking hell, man. <laughs> and the other thing is, and speaking of the two of them, I have a big problem when I watch this film because of their relationship. Like, I fucking hate their relationship in this film. Like, Obi Anakin and Obi-Wan? Yeah, well, Obi-Wan, yeah. like, resents him in this film. Like, the whole way through it. He's like this old grumpy master where he kind of pushes Anakin around and Anakin feels like he's not really, you know, Anakin's like, yes, master. And he's like a fucking moody teenager. It's like a dad and a moody teenager, really. Anakin, I will not ask again. Like, that's how he talks. Yeah. And I mean, that's cool, but... Uh, look, I, I actually like that idea. I don't think they, they played with it exactly. well enough to make they it relevant. They yeah. never fleshed it out. Like... It's not, it doesn't play a part in the story, which it should, because that's actually the whole point. It's like, it's about, films are about relationships and, and what happens and stuff. And this, this isn't about a fucking relationship. It's just a bunch of shit happening. And that's a cool relationship. Like, I, fucking Anakin got uh, Qui-Gon Jinn killed in Obi-Wan's eyes. I'm sure he thinks that. Like, you know, they've, he's, and, and, and he's fucking resenting him for it but ah oh, i just wish i wish it went into it more like maybe obi-wan feels like he's not a capable master for anakin because anakin is yeah. so powerful and he can sense that but he can't he won't accept it and yeah. like in episode five obi-wan says he was really reckless as a as a jedi but in this film obi-wan's just a fucking he's a just a, he's got to stick up his ass he's, he's nothing but by the book the whole way through the film you know you can you're completely right and they Look, they do talk about said things. Like, they do say, like, it's said over and over again with teenage fucking angst. Anakin yeah. going off talking about, like, oh, he just won't let me. He's jealous of me and all that yeah. sort of stuff. And they say it. They say it a lot, but they never show they it. They never show it. And I need to be shown that. Like, and I don't want to they're... fucking hear about it from Anakin because I don't give a shit about him. Nobody gives a shit about Anakin. He's a fuckhead. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> I, I think it would have been fun to see him go into full temper tantrums um, but I never, like, he does, kind of, but, like, not fully just fucking breaks, which yeah. I'm fairly sure happens in the next one. I don't, don't spoil it for me, I'm f but I'm I can't remember. But 
in this one, you see that he's just cranky. He's cranky all the time. And, and yes, Obi-Wan has to talk to him like a dad. Like, no, we need to do this. And I do get pissed off at Anakin. It's like, fucking hell, just listen to him. Like, he knows his yeah, shit. But I, you I, know? wish, I wish it Don't was Don't be a piece like, of crap. These characters aren't... They, they're just too dimensional. Like, Obi-Wan's grumpy the whole time. And, yeah. and Anakin's moody the whole time. And the only time yeah. Obi-Wan's fun is when he's not with fucking Anakin. And the only yeah. time Anakin's fun is never... Because he's a fuckhead. Moving on. <laughs> like, Obi-Wan... Well, like, they, man, one... they are. You're, you're completely right. They're two, two-dimensional in, in terms of the character that's written and the way that it's acted and directed. The well, acting like... in this oh, has man, gone to a whole lower level. Like, I thought Phantom Menace was bad. Good fucking God. You and like, have, you seen, have you seen the film The Room? No. Do you know about it? Yeah, I know like, about it. Like, it's notoriously yeah, yeah. one of the worst films of all time. The acting in it is just, like, so bad, it's hilarious. Yeah. This is on par with that. There's yeah. a scene in the room where the actor-director, main guy, he's he's kind of like, I did not! I did not hit her! I After just being accused of hitting a girl. There's a bit <laughs> There's a bit where fucking Anakin's having an, his, one of his temper tantrums, and he's like, he's just, you know, where he's saying, he's jealous of me! He just yeah. doesn't understand! And all, so I was just like... Oh my god. my god! Yeah, what is this shit? I've heard jokes about Hayden Christensen and his shitty acting destroying the Star Wars saga, and I always thought it was funny because I just you know I just remember him being kind of badass because I'd seen these when I didn't really yeah. give a shit. I didn't I wasn't critiquing them. I was just like whatever. But even coming back as just an adult and watching this, even if I wasn't critiquing it, there's no way. This would fly. This is outrageous. He is so yeah. bad. He is worse than little Anakin, the kid in fucking Phantom Menace, Look, who I, was horrible. Uh, I just like because in the in the next one, he's actually semi decent. Like he does a pretty good job. And so, all I'm gonna say is when I watch it, knowing that is I I'm honestly, it has a lot to do with that fucking script, and it has a lot to do with the direction. Like you can only do so much as an actor if. George is telling you to act a certain way, like yeah, like it's, like you can you can tell it feels like he's putting a leash on them all, but like it's yeah. it's still it's still I don't know, like fucking Samuel L. Jackson's still fucking awesome. Yeah, because he's <laughs> because the the shit he does say is awesome because it's Samuel L. Jackson and that was his whole role. He was playing a badass, but like Anakin has to play this. He's meant to be this like deep character with all these issues, but the script he's give Hayden Christensen is given and the stuff he's been made to say is bullshit. Like it's 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 not fucking impressive. The dialogue isn't good. There's nothing witty about it. Oh it's not. It's horrible. And, and that's and, and why like you- that's why I feel bad for him because I feel as if, you know, people grill Christensen a lot, but I see him in other films and he's fine. I have seen him in other films as well and he's fine. He's never like blown me away with his acting, which is fine. Um, yeah. Like Jumper, I remember him being a lot better than he was in this. Yeah. But like, and you can, I, I'm, I'll defi- I'm definitely pointing fingers at Lucas. Like fucking yeah. hell, Lucas, what have you done here, mate? But it does come back on the actor as well. He was really young. Um, yeah. You know, he probably hasn't got his chops yet because he's just fucking terrible. They're yeah. like, He's just absolutely terrible for for a character who's supposed to go on and be the big bad of the fucking series. Yeah, there's nothing intimidating um, about him. Oh, he's he's just like Mwah. I I Mwah. did uh, when 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 um he finds his mum with the the Tuscan Raiders and and finally you know fucks some shit up. I was kind of like, oh, here we go. And then, and then, he's then straight it back, yeah. 
And he goes he back have, to being shitty Anakin again. He, sh- he should have been fucking evil by the end of this film. And I've always said that to myself. Like, he should have been a Sith by yeah. the end of this film. Like, he's not yeah. a Sith, but he should he should leave the Jedi Order or some shit by the end well, of this he, film. Well, he should have been enjoying the yeah. killing like he started to. You know, like when he talks about, like, he killing the children and animals and, and women and whatever. Um, he, I killed them all, you know, like... yeah get back on that stage. Let's get you there. Um, which I'm hoping he goes to in number three. Uh, but talking, talking about good actors, um, being fucking shit. Natalie Portman's another actor that I, you know, I've seen in black Swan. I've seen her since like, since then, uh, has she won an Oscar? I don't know, but she's been, she's been like at the top of the game of acting for the last 10 years. And she's fucking terrible in this as well. Yeah. And, and that's, yeah, again, pointing that finger at, at Mr. Lucas. It's like, how can you make, like, again, she was young, but like, I, I just can't see how she can be shit. And then I watch episode two and, and I find out. And then you know. Um, yeah. And I think, look, you and McGregor got your back, bro. I thought he was all right. He did what he could with this script and I can He's He's that. okay. He's, he's yeah. bit more bearable than the others. He's still not fucking and like any good but um yeah. the only person who really did anything for me was samuel jackson he was like i was like see somebody can fucking bring something but samuel jackson would have been like motherfucker i'm acting the way i want to act and yeah, i'm cool much. with that i mean he's got a he's got a purple lightsaber for one so i mean it's not yeah didn't he wasn't that his call as well yeah. he wanted to have a different yeah pretty much and um i wish he i wish he was um you know a bigger part in phantom menace as well because he's fucking sick yep and I mean, like, look, there's all these things and the acting is as, as terrible as it is, but I think the biggest part of this film that makes me so angry is, is for one, Anakin being a fucking whiny bitch. And from that is... The romance? The romance with oh, Padme. thank you. This is where I wanted to go. Okay, please, give me, give me your piece and then I'm going to rant on this shit as well. Look, you're making a film for kids. We know that. We've been through that with The Phantom Menace. So when you make a film for kids, don't shove... An hour and a half romance into the fucking film. Jesus Christ. That was the most infuriating thing I've ever seen. Still holds up as so fucking annoying. It's so ridiculous watching it. And it makes me so mad. It's so fucking stupid. Man, it's 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 embarrassing. Yeah. That's the word for it. It's It's just straight up embarrassing. Like, I felt like I needed to look away. When in the parts that they're trying to force feed this fucking romance down our down our throat, I don't for one minute believe that these two have any sort of romantic connection until the end when it's all sort of done. Like when they're when they're getting married and stuff, it's all nice, it's all fine. You know, when he he wants to go back and save her when she falls out of the fucking ship. Oh my god, yeah, that's nice. But the build up to that. It's not there. Like, he comes across as a fucking stalker. Yep. He, he, all he wants to do is, like, basically rape her. And she's all like, back that fucking shit up. And then all of a sudden, she's cool with it. Like, yeah. Like, mm. when he first comes in and, she, and he's all jealous that she didn't notice him, I was like, okay, they, they might go somewhere with this. This could be fun. No. It's just stupid. Just because they fucking roll around in a field together doesn't mean they're in love. Like, that's not... Yeah. That's that's like George Lucas being like, what do people do when they're in love? They go, oh, I've seen those movies where they're in the field and they kiss and shit and it's really fun. Like, let's just get them to do that. George Lucas doesn't feel love. They stand and look out at a fucking sunset and talk about sand. Yeah, yeah. fuck, it's fun. No, no. They are not in love. It is horrible. And... I'm okay with them putting this romance in there. In fact, I welcome it if they can do it well. And 
it would have, you know, it would have just been another fuel in the fire for Anakin to get pissed off later on for whatever reasons. Like, you know, when he, when he gets, if he gets rejected, if he, if she dies, fucking anything. That's all things that will just make him lose his shit. We've seen what he does when he goes and finds his fucking mum dead. Like, holy shit, what's going to happen when Padme dies or breaks his heart? Even worse. Like, he's going to kill everyone. Let's do that. But they don't set it up enough for me to believe it. They have no chemistry. And no. Uh, it's no, fuck. Basically. It's horrible. Yep, it's pretty horrid. And I mean, like, it's the same with it's the same with the. It's just all these all the relationships in this film are horrible. They're all bad. None of them are good. And it's really frustrating because that's the essence of, of of a film is the like relationships and what they mean and and stuff between people and and everything else. And yep. it frustrates me because this film fails at it and it shows. Like, it's all good when you have a big fight scene, but, like, there's no depth to it. There's no relationship between these Jedi and these droids. Like, the droids are going to get their asses kicked. There's no tension. There's no build. There's nothing. So we don't care. And it's frustrating. And I think that it, it makes... It shows in the fight between Count Dooku, Anakin, and Obi-Wan as well, which is, like, a moment where in every other Star Wars film, every single Star Wars film has a showdown, like every single one at the end. Yep. And it's a good formula and it works well hero's journey but in this it's so empty because there's oh, no yep. tension to it we don't know count dooku he's not really that bad the whole way through it like no he never does anything pretty evil it's, it's just that he's um christopher lee like christopher lee's just a, a bad guy generally yeah. like i all i could see was sauron Saruman. even though it was that it's Sa- lord of the rings had come out by this uh yes so he's playing sauron 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 sorry Saruman. Christopher Lee as Saruman is much more evil than fucking yeah. this Count Dooku. He's playing the exact same role. And Peter Jackson did all this so much, much better. better. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, sorry, like, I don't know. He's just, there's nothing to him. He's not bad. I like Count Dooku when I watch it. Like, I shouldn't. And I like him. I'm like, oh, he's pretty cool. Like, he's just a nice dude. He's like, hey, you know, you're captured now. I could murder you here, but I'm going to put you in a coliseum because I can. Have fun. But like why, why hasn't he been a part of anything? Why wasn't he in episode one? I feel I feel like he was just like filler. Like I feel like he was he was shoehorned in because Jar Jar fucked up so bad. So I reckon honestly, I think I think Lucas went fuck. Jar Jar fucked up. We can't put him in as much. We need and we need someone else to be the sort of the the bad guy antagonist. Actually, have you yes, have you don't read fucking go into Darth Binks. The fucking, don't. Have you read that shit don't. about Jar Jar Binks? We need to talk about that. That cuz I think that is fucking cool. So there's this theory getting around that Jar Jar Binks was actually supposed to be the big bad of the fucking the series. Um if this guy's gone back and <laughs> and and like fully just re like broke down the Phantom Menace and all the things that Jar Jar does and that he's actually acting like an idiot as a like a deception because he was supposed to basically come back and be the bad guy he he weasels his way into fucking parliament makes the the devastating call in this film about um you know a democracy coming apart and it's like he's been working with the Sith the entire time he's the right-hand man and I think that's a great theory. I think they should have gone with it. Yeah, well, the theory is he's going to be the bad guy, and he's going to be the bad guy in Force Awakens, like because nah, he comes happen. back. And I know it's—I just fucking hate it. I fucking hate. I hate. I just don't like Jar Jar Binks. Like he makes me so mad. 
that I well, don't even it, like thinking about that's it. But that's the point, though. Like, I think that if, you know, he pissed off so many people in The Phantom Menace for him to come back around, it probably, yeah, the people would have been shitty, but, like, it would have almost made up for why he was being so stupid. Like, to me, it made sense. I was like, I would have rather seen a fucking devastating reveal of Jar Jar Binks coming around the corner than this generic fucking Count Dooku. That would have meant more to me. I would have been like, oh, cool. And then, you know, then you might have had a cheer moment when one of them cuts off his fucking head. Maybe just get fucking Darth Maul in the film and we yeah. wouldn't have this problem. Darth Maul actually didn't die. He turned yeah. into his spirit form like my theory was. I mean, like, if, if, if Darth Maul had there. robot legs, would we care? No. It's Star no, Wars. because it would be cool. He'd be coming back doing his fucking double lightsaber shit. Like shooting lightning's pretty badass, but Christopher Lee is way too fucking old to do anything like kind of cool, like anything nearly as awesome as that final battle scene in Phantom Menace. Like this, he doesn't even come close to that. Even Yoda jumping around and being awesome doesn't stand up. Oh, like, that Yoda jumping around being awesome is annoying. Watching it, like. Especially just, oh really? You didn't well, like just it? Knowing knowing what Yoda is in the original trilogy, and knowing what like that character, and then seeing that being totally blown out of proportion. Like Yoda in the original trilogy is all about like meditation and like the true powers within yourself, and the Force is the ultimate power and, and knowledge and stuff. And then in this, you know, he's like, all right, here's a lightsaber contradict everything jump around like a ninja like why could he not why could they not just have this epic force battle like why couldn't they do that yeah well that's where i thought it was going to start with because he kind of that's you know he's pushing off all the all the rocks and shit that dooku's throwing at him with the force like that was kind of cool but look i I'd, i actually don't mind it because what we know about him from further sequels prequels fucking the original trilogy he he is, he's just known as the best. He's the best. And to actually see him in action and see that, you know, he isn't just this frail old man. He can flip around and fuck shit up if he needs to. Um, like, I'm cool with that. And I, but I hear what you're saying that is contradicting, you know, the, the whole meditation side of the force and such. But to be honest, that was probably the best part of this film for me. <laughs> the Yoda fight. Yeah. God damn. And that's not saying much. But talking about Yoda, thinking back on Phantom Menace, I don't remember being too, like, annoyed at the way that Yoda looks. Um, yeah, he was CGI fucking... He was a CGI monster. But in this one, again, with the, you know, the, the poor visual effects, like, he just just looks crap. He doesn't look like he's actually there fighting Count Dooku. He doesn't look like he's talking to anyone there. I did not like what they did with him. I would have much rather just seen puppet version come out yeah me too wish they kept oh, I, I mean i think everyone did wish they kept the the puppetry and the animatronics i think that would be good for everyone yeah but they didn't obviously they didn't keep any of that shit which is fucking annoying will you will yoda be in seven sorry will yoda be in seven What's episode seven uh, i don't think so hmm what oh i'm just wondering I was just wondering what it'd be cool if, like, for whatever reason he is, and that watch, they watch the movies. Watch yeah, the, I'm, the movies. I'm, I, I'm, I'm feeling like I'm, I'm not remembering something. You're so, that I need to you're remember. so out of it. It makes me so mad when you're like, "Don't spoil episode three. It's been ten years, ten years, and you haven't seen it. Yeah, ten years. David. I have seen it. I've seen episode three, just but not you for can't ten years. Rem- remember it, ten yeah. years. Yeah, man. You should know it. 
fuck? I've watched many other better films since then. Yeah, we all have, Fish. We all have. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not a fan. And I'm not reviewing a... these ones. <laughs> this doesn't fucking in, ingrained in my brain like it needs to be. God damn. But it will be. It will be. You will be. You a few other fucking um, faces that we've seen, seen in this movie as well. Rose Byrne and Joel Edgerton. A few Aussies yeah. getting in amongst it. Because it was kinda... filmed here in Sydney from... Oh, oh they, it, was. it was, yeah. My friend was in the my friend's in the film. He's in the, oh, really? Yeah, he's in the Jedi training film. The the Jedi training sequence. He's a, he was a little kid. Ah, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, fucker. <laughs> that was kind of cool seeing. Also seeing um, the little the little Jedi's, you know, training. Like it's cool to just see little bits and pieces of these things that they talk about a lot. But listen, we fucking ragged on this. Is there anything that what's what's good about this movie? I already said it. The fight with with Obi Wan and Anakin against. The, the monsters that's it that's there's it nothing. that's it there's for you? nothing oh and the clones are cool as fuck but the 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 once again lucas takes that all personality by making them clones so they're fucking robots basically which is mm. only slightly better than having actual robots droids yeah so if you've got no personality to your characters unfortunately we can't relate to them unfortunately they're only as cool as they look and they look pretty cool but we can't go any further than that unfortunately sorry george you fucked up well it just shows how much like i've forgotten this film because i always assumed that the clones were the bad guys because they look like stormtroopers and i'm sure that's where it's going but in this film i thought that they were fighting for count dooku and yeah. then when it became the other way around, I was like, oh. I think that's the point, though. I think that's the twist. Yeah, They're obviously. trying to make, yeah. Django. Django Fett. What, uh, what are your thoughts on him? Well, he's like cool we... as fuck because he's Django Fett. He's fucking badass. But... See, I can't, I can't even remember fucking Boba Fett. Like, I know what Boba Fett is, but I don't even remember what he does in the films. Like, that's how, how um, much I've watched these. So, you're, like, fanboying over, over Boba Fett. I, I'm not getting, but... Django Fett. No, no. Well, yeah. Well, you, no. You've you've had a jerk off over Boba Fett many a time. Boba Fett isn't. Boba Fett doesn't do anything in the films. <laughs> Neither does Django Fett. They're both. <laughs> I was just gonna say. Does he? Hopefully, he does more than Django. No, Fett he does Django much does less. Like, <laughs> really? Yeah, it's disappointing. It's just. So all, why is he such a badass then? Because he looks fucking cool, and it's just the way he, he looks. Yeah, captures okay. Han Solo, and he's fucking awesome. But doesn't yeah. do anything, and in the extended universe, he's cool. But he's just cool as fuck. It's mysterious. Okay. Well, that's maybe that's why. Like, I can remember he captures one of the. Well, now I know it's Han Solo. I remembered he captured one of the main characters, but like, I I don't remember him being like a big thing, and everybody loves him. Yeah, it's Boba Fett. And Django Fett's just as cool. He's that guy from Once Were Warriors, Kiwi dude. Is is um is Boba Fett Kiwi in yes. the originals? No. Oh, that's no. A- he was American. You never see Boba Fett's face. So. Oh, okay, right. Well, that was a cool little. That was a cool little thing, like having little Boba there. I liked the the shot of him picking up his dad his dead dad's head. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Yeah. It's all, but it's good. It's like a nice foreshadowing there, like showing why Boba Fett. Like that's perfect too. Like there's no words being said. Boba Fett's a mysterious character. We see him as a child, and then we see Django Fett's head get lopped off, and that's all you need. That would drive yeah. anyone to be fucking evil. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean that's fair enough. I thought that was good. But saying that, like, I feel like in Phantom Menace they they brought back more characters, like you know, seeing C three PO and when he was being built for the first time, and R two D two, and and just seeing them all come into the into the fray. I think they did a better job then than they did with this one. It was yeah. kind of like, oh, of course it's Jango Fett, of course it's the Fett, and there's little Boba. He oh he had a. 
he had one, you know, a fucking clone given to himself. So yeah, he well, I mean, like familiar, familiarity to the original trilogy is a good thing. Like you always want to feel like you're you're aware of what's going on. Like you're involved. Like oh, I fucking know Jango Fett. That's the no, dad of Boba Fett. Like I think it's good, but I don't I don't think they did it very well. No, that's what I'm saying. One. Like I, yeah. it, they didn't. Um, there's things where it's just like, oh, really? Or like, why would you do that? I never, I've never liked in episode one how Anakin creates C-3PO. I think that's dumb. I just, oh, really? I thought that was all right. I thought that was cool. It's just too much. And there's a few others in this that I just thought, you know, like Jango Fett being one of them. Like Boba Fett's a bounty hunter, but like, uh, like also Boba Fett has known, like knew Darth Vader before Darth Vader was Darth Vader and has met Obi-Wan Kenobi. Like, why can't Boba Fett just be a badass? Um, but that just comes back from me. Like, who doesn't know anyone? He's just there. But that's just coming back from me not, like, absolutely resenting um, clones. Like, I love clones be- because I'm like, well, they're here now. And, like, The Clone Wars is a great show and stuff. And I, like, as a kid, like, fucking loved clones. But as a story, as a narrative device, they're fucking horrible. They're horrid. They're cool as fuck in the shows and stuff. And, like, the extended stuff, once again, is awesome. And they're cool. They were awesome toys because they're just soldiers. But the you know in the film they're boring they're boring as fuck and they don't get not boring they they forever remain boring and fuck for a movie that's called attack of the clones shit it took a long time to get to the clones actually attacking anything that's it good god it was literally 2 hours 2 hours into the movie this movie just drags on and it's it long. takes so long to get going because we're fiddle farting around with this r- ridiculous romance Anyway, I'm done. You want to wrap this shit up? Yeah, I'm done. Look, I I really resent Phantom Menace, and I like this one a little more because it has a lot of a nostalgia attack, a nostalgia attack to it. But it's still pretty shit, just like the Phantom Menace. But I mean, I like it more because it feels it just connects a lot more up. Um, still crap. I give it. Um, what do I give Phantom Menace? Like three out of five? Do I give Phantom Menace three out of five mm. or two out of five? I think you gave it a two from memory. This one's two point five. Yeah, I um I'm on the opposite side of that. Phantom Menace shits all over this. <laughs> this yeah. one is just horrible. Like I could see a lot of good in Phantom Menace, and I, it might be because I'm I'm not the the fanboy. But this this movie to me shouldn't even be a part of this this grand saga because everything else like Phantom Menace still felt like an epic occasion. Uh, it still yeah. felt like so much big stuff was happening. Um, even though it did go into all the politics and all that sort of shit of it. And they like to their, to their credit, they have dumbed that down a lot for this one. And uh, basically the only real (laughs) politics that happened are with Jar Jar Binks. Pretty much. It just isn't an enjoyable film. I, I could not get into this world. And it's, it's one because the writing's horrible, the acting's horrible, and it looks horrible. It's I like when he's on that fucking bike, in Tatooine, he's driving through the desert. It's just like yuck. Um, even even the the last the fight scene in the Colosseum, and you know that final battle with all the droids uh, when the clone um, warriors come in and shit. It looks shit. That that fucking planet is boring as fuck. It's just red sand and rocks. Like even the was it Naboo the the Naboo, final battle yeah, yeah. in the in the first in episode one with the Gungans yeah. and that like at least that was on like a luscious green field it looked beautiful <laughs> like and they had cool weapons and shit going on nothing looked cool about this like have it on Tatooine it would have looked better it just it was just really disappointing 
for such a visual spectacular that coming from Phantom Menace to this rubbish. And that's that's my biggest biggest qualm. Um, and then it just comes to the the woeful acting. It's just horrible. It takes way too long to get anywhere. By the end of the film, I actually I was thinking to myself, I was like, yeah, you know, there was some cool stuff. The Jedi is getting in and doing, but everything that they tried to pull off, they didn't pull off. They didn't do anything right. Yeah, really. Nope. And that to me is just a major misstep. And again, like I, I could probably give this a pass if it was part of the extended universe. It was like an episode of Clone Wars or something like that. I'd be like, all right, I, you know, I, I'm not really here for this huge budget thing. This is a huge budget thing. It doesn't get any bigger than Star Wars. Like, I, I don't even know what the budget for this was, but I'm sure it was fucking massive. And this is unacceptable. Two out of five. GG. Get wrecked. Yeah, and I gave, and I gave episode one a three. So, Jesus Christ. Episode three better step up. From memory, I remember liking that one the most. Episode the three, prequels, episode so. three is, uh, is not, not, as, not as terrible. I am excited. I am excited. I am also. But we won't be getting to that one um, for another two weeks. We're going to have another little hiatus in our retrospective because next week we've got 007 Spectre. As a fucking bonus, you're going to get two podcasts next week. We're also going to midnight review Hunger Games. Yay. I'm so excited for the fucking Hunger Games. I can't wait. I could wait. (laughs) I could wait a while. I'm more excited about <laughs> what we're probably going to do reviewing it, uh, which oh, is God. probably get blackout drunk. That's what we've got next week. Um, but please get on the Facebook, share your thoughts about our Star Wars uh, retrospectives. Uh, if you see Spectre, let us know how what you thought, because I, I know everyone's going to be seeing that one. It's, it looks great. 007's fucking sick. Um, um, I'm pretty happy that they went out and made another one. So that's good times. Spectre! gonna be good hopefully hopefully yeah hopefully anyway but we'll talk about that next week it's been a great time have a good one guys play the music fish Thank you for listening to this episode of Fish and Connoisseur Movie. Fish and Connoisseur Movie does not own any rights to the film Star Wars Episode 2, Attack of the Clones, its marketing, or its soundtrack, and no infringement is intended. The track Jewel of Fates from Star Wars Episode 1, The Phantom Menace, is performed by John Williams and London Voices. And the track Love Pledge, The Arena, is performed by John Williams.